now, it's time for the Enforcer. Winner of four Stanley Cups. One of the most dangerous men ever to lace up the skates. It's the Darren McCarty Show. Brought to you by Pain-Free Life Centers. High-intensity, high-dose laser therapy. Live your life pain-free with no drugs, no surgery, and no side effects. Now, here's Darren McCarty. Wow, what can I say? Here we go again on this Friday night. It must be April the 8th, opening day night. This is for or opening day. Night of opening day, yes, obviously, it's, I can't get my words out. Four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty here to the Darren McCarty Enforcers show. What a win by the Tigers today. If that's any uh, premonition of what is to come, man, I got some thoughts on it and stuff. Before we get to that, my partner in crime is always is back. As uh, He's always my partner in crime, except last week, if you listened, he was gone. But I think... <laughs> I was telling somebody, Sean, it made me realize, like, that was the first time in two years, like, that we hadn't done this show together. So it was, I missed you. Um, I had to put up with Dorch, but I'll give Dorch and Brandon credit. They did a great job. Obviously, we had uh, Disco Dan Miller in, so, uh, you know, he always carries the... Carries the weight when he's around, and he told us all about the Lions. But today, it's, we're starting off Tigers and stuff like this. And, oh, before we get going on this, as always, uh, Dorchie's uh, joining us. But be careful, Sean, because somebody's going to offer you and think that you got too much spare time because the running joke around here is the, the Dorch insignia that we do in our text thread. And the one that came out today... I mean, I don't know what you've been doing in your pastime, but this thing, it was, put it this way, to explain it to a radio audience, it was like when you open up that birthday card and it sings to you and you get the explosives on an Instagram, somebody says happy birthday. It's not just happy birthday. It's like an explosion of balloons coming at your face. That was a whole bunch of dorches. Too many dorches for me, by the way. I had to dry, I almost threw my phone away. And I realized I, that, you know, it was technology and it stays in the cloud and yes all that stuff i just realized it did that i didn't even realize that was there until you told me that i just saw dorch oh no 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 that's see again the ute the utes so how you been sean how was your week away and what did you think about today's we'll get into talking tigers today but what a win what an opening day win it's always special when we win opening days uh, it, it, you know what? From first thing in the morning, I mean, Darren getting there. I, I was there. I don't five thirty, whatever the heck it was. Chris Renwick and I did, um, you know, the Paul W. Smith show. Oh, shout time. out to Rennie. Yeah, it was it, it, Mac. What a what a great day. I mean, just a, a fantastic day. And you know, let's not forget they did that against one of the best teams, a team that, quite frankly, I, I still think is going to win the American League. And one of the best closers. I mean, Liam Hendricks was outstanding last year. He really was. I mean, for the benefit of people that, that you know, didn't pay attention to this, 38 saves last year. He had a 2.54 ERA, a .73 whip, and they were all over him, Matt. Hold I on. mean, it was, it was That's beautiful. Not, 
you might have lost people with the saber metric, but I I want you to keep going on this. But I want the caveat because this is for anybody. Okay, seventy some uh, or what are these seventy six innings, seventy one innings, seventy something innings, right? A total, ladies and gentlemen, of eleven walks. 11 walks, which precedes what happened to the pitch at three and two to Eric Haas. I want to say it, 11 walks versus 130 strikeouts, which is unfathomable. If you're listening to the broadcast, um, you hear these stats, but the fact that Eric Haas in the bottom of the ninth shot out to divine child, Dearborn zone. I mean, I mean, if the story doesn't get any better for the movie that his mom drops him off for his first pro game, it's his first opening day because he wasn't on the roster anywhere. And to be able to come uh, off the bench and to be able to provide that to your hometown team, I I guess if there's anybody that that knows what it's like in a moment uh, like that, I relate it to my Stanley Cup, uh, you know, goal in 97. You know, he didn't do it in the World Series, but to be a hometown kid and have an impact like that, it's just, he's doing those things. I mean, that's not even getting into the analytics of what he did. But, yeah, they they this Tiger team, like, you look at it. They're going to claw, I think, the things we saw in spring training, Sean, at least of what I did, is that this team doesn't quit till the final outs. That's why there's nine innings. And, I mean, there's so many good signs. I mean, Javi Baez delivering at the end. You know, Austin Meadows, I mean, Holy, we thought everybody's scared of Steve Eiserman. Alavila just made the, the, the trade of the century around here if if you know Austin Meadows continues to, to provide you know, the big triple uh in the in the uh ninth inning there to score the winning run and on base three times with three walks in the number two spot. That's what you want out of a guy like that. Left-handed hitter. I mean yeah, here's a team, and and I'll tell you this, uh, Sean, why it's different. Because at three nothing in the past, I almost I almost got caught with the guilty of changing it because we never have a chance to come back. Old Tiger mentality. It's like old Red Wing mentality. All that stuff like this. But you stuck it through, and you listened, and you you could hear it. I was like, man, this is what happens when I listen to Yankee broadcasts and. Red Sox and Astros, oh, but they're winners. I hear this stuff, this buzz of this team building this momentum, and you saw the way they did it, and they they, scrawled, they, they scratched, they clawed, they did whatever they did, and they came out with a victory. 76 and, wins looks a lot better right now. And, and kind of lost in this was the heroics of Miguel Cabrera, you know, because the ninth inning was so crazy. I mean, both the top half and the bottom half. I mean, Miggy coming in and, and, and greeting Hendricks the way that he did with the single to center, It I mean, it, it was crazy. I mean, it, everything that you could ask for, and uh, you're right about Dearborn Divine Child. I know somewhere Steve Courtney's got a, a, a big smile on his face. Uh, just a great way to end the day, Mac. No, I can't, I, you know, you can't talk enough of it. It's the way that the story book written, you know. Not, Dorothy, what did you take out of it? I was just about to say the Miguel Cabrera thing for me was the big, I mean, the, the Haas home run was great sitting on my couch going crazy. Uh, the Miguel Cabrera thing was the best for me though. Cause he, he knows he's not that guy anymore. He's not the guy that's going to lead the league in home runs or RBIs or anything like that, but he still has that ability to get a hit when it means the most. It's why he's one of the best hitters 
of the last, you know, 20 something years. And so seeing him do that, I was like, okay, we got a chance. We can do this now because Miguel Cabrera puts him in a good spot. And then, you know, when Baez bounced it off the wall, I was going crazy saying we won this, we won this. So it was, it was a fun thing to see for opening day. Uh, It always is fun when uh, a plan comes together. Uh, Like I said, not, you didn't hear me speak of praises of Alaville. You heard me being sort of uber critical back, uh, you know, in the past, but with what he's done, with what AJ Hitch has done, Sean's got his hand up because we were pretty much, we're pretty much lockstep in a lot of things. But uh, hey, before we go to break, John, talk about the event last night, uh, the Ted Lindsay Foundation for Autism, all the, uh, you know, the, the greatest winos in town were invited. So obviously Sean Belegian was represented. Now, you know what, uh, Mac, show. Mac, I had a blast out there. I really did. It was the first time I was out there. I had hit you up in the afternoon and asked you about it. And you didn't steer me wrong. You were like, dude, you're going to have a great, I had a great time. It's for a great event, great people running it. You know, you, uh, Ken Daniels was there, Trevor Thompson, of course, Dana Clark, uh, Larry Murphy, John O'Grodnick, uh, the Mick, uh, some of the, the folks from Fox too, you know, Ryan Ermani was, was there, Dina Santafonte, just a great event. And as we were talking about, I mean, the Ted Lindsay Foundation continues to do so much good for autism and, and just so much good in general. I had a blast out there. Even if I was out there too late because I got to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, anytime they call, I'll be there. There's no such thing as too late for you, Shawnee B. It's just nice to stay. It's, and, and, you know, talk a little bit about your table. And, and so you're, you're all dressed with your uh, cavassier I think that's what it's called. Uh, serving outfit, like uh, knowing what you're doing. I, I, I've said just put beer out there or, you know, even the brown stuff. That's where my man Sean would be good at. But uh, the fact that you are at a table with, uh, who are you at the table with? Larry Murphy. He and I talked about the um, uh, the 87 Canada Cup. Uh, for, I mean, he, he told me so many great stories about that. I was just sitting there going, dude, I could make a documentary out of it. And then Johnny O, you know, because I remember Johnny O when I was a kid. And, you know, we talked about oh, one series. There Johnny was a crazy o. There was probably, Mac, you probably remember this as a kid, you know, before you were drafted, this crazy Montreal-Quebec series that he was a big part of in, in 87. It was, boy, it's just great to hear those guys tell the stories. It, it really is. And, you know, I'm a nerd. I openly admit it. You know, I watch the stuff. I, I remember the stuff, the numbers and everything. But, you know, to, to hear it firsthand, to hear – you know, iconic hockey moments from guys like that. It's a, you know, it's the same thing when, when, you know, we get the opportunity to chat with you about moments, man. It's a, it's a special thing. And I hope you guys realize that. All right. Well, listen. you know what, that's what it's the, the connection is all about. And I think what it is, is you realize that you realize that as you get older. Yep. No, no doubt about that. Right. You really, All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more of the show on a Friday night. Obviously, reaction from the Tigers. Uh, What was your take? You don't want to put the cart in front of the horse, but, boy, I'll tell you what, early returns, especially against the Chicago White Sox, that was a beautiful thing. 800-859-0WJR. Of course, there's a little golf tournament going on in Georgia as well. I, I think we're probably going to talk about that. 
A little bit. Uh, more on that as well Sunday night. Don't forget, Spin on Golf right here. Uh, the inaugural show for the 22 season, 7 o'clock on Sunday night, right here on 760 WJR. This is the Darren McCarty Show on 760 WJR, where Detroit comes to talk. Now here's Sean Belegian and Detroit Red Wings legend, Darren McCarty. All right, lost me a little bit for a minute there. And you know why I came back? I skated right back, Sean, because you know why? I'm a hockey player, not a basketball player, because I don't play with hoops. That's it. If you realize about, you know that about me, is that my game is up is up and down the ice in the corners, grinding it out. The more physical, the bigger the lights. Let's go. Anyways, what uh, to that point is, I think that what I was trying to say before uh, I miraculously was cut off, um, is the fact that as we get older, I think we appreciate it more. And I know like sitting you, because I joke all the time that we're, we've been doing this and, and, and we're buddies because you actually saw me play junior. So you can toot my horn. Right. But all these things that you're talking about, whether it's Larry Murphy, John O'Gronick or the old, like you lived it. Like that's the whole thing done that, that I try to, correlate to everybody out there as we just passed the 25 year anniversary we all lived it together now it's to to bring it out and and i think as an athlete as you get older you really appreciate uh somebody who you can go you go back in time to those to those stories i don't think about well i think about march 26 but there's other things you don't really think about as much yeah right so i think it's just i think it's just a lesson in life Mac, more, it was funny. more than anything else. I don't. I don't know if I ever told you this. I I told this to Murph, and Murph got a kick out of it. Um, I was 17 years old, and uh, my buddy and I, and he eventually he was went, only seven. Yeah, Kip Winger was there. My, my buddy and I, who eventually ah. ended up playing in the National Hockey League for the Sharks, uh, we we lied to our parents and said we were sleeping over each other's house, right? And we we drove to Hamilton for Game Two of the Canada Cup. It was uh, it was unbelievable. You crossed the border, even it, it, we we set two seventeen-year-old kids. You not only you not only lied to your parents, you went to another country. I'm two, proud se- of you. That's two seventeen-year-old. We we went with Mac. We went with like two hundred and fifty dollars a piece, and and we were like, we are getting in, and we we bought tickets for a hundred and eighty dollars American each because we had to make sure we had enough money for gas going home and everything, and. It was unbelievable. I mean, honestly, it was it was just an incredible, incredible thing to to see one of those games in Hamilton and in, in, in that small cops coliseum. Uh, it, it was it was unbelievable. I, I I still say, Mac, um, it's it's the greatest it's the greatest hockey tournament ever. I mean, that the amount of stars, the Russians and well, the Soviets, and and that team Canada, it was incredible. Sean, you so you understand about taking your shot, about about uh, not turning back and whatever else, there's repercussions, everything else. But to me, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you wouldn't trade that experience for anything because of what it turned out to, not only what it meant to you, but it's also one of those experiences that superseded it, yep. right? You know, yep. I, I'm I'm part of one of those. I think today, opening day with the Tigers was another one of those because I, I – was thinking back and, you know, I I wasn't there. I was listening to it when it happened because too many um, 
overindulged adults, which I'm all about because I used to be one of them, but I can't be around as much. You know what I'm saying? So everybody was having fun. And that's what I loved about the city is the city was out representing and everybody's having a blast and doing it right. The vibe in the air was pretty chill and pretty cool, but I didn't get to see it. But if uh, that like Rob Fick, Rob Fick's home run at last uh, Tiger Stadium opening day, um, or the, or the, that home run was that the final game? Was final that game. that was the final game? Yep. Right. Like that's the only. I'm trying to think of another opening day that reminded me of just the excitement with 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 the team going into it. Like, how do you send Tiger Stadium out in style? How do you br- bring these new guys in with style? You know what I'm saying? I know Riley Green didn't play, but uh, but Torkelson was there. You got Austin Meadows. You got Javi Baez. You know, you and these guys being a big part. You know, like uh, Tucker Barnard, you, you know, two, the, like, the pieces to this puzzle. Like, does it feel, does, does it, does it, we talk about it in the media, in the sports media, that, hey, we're making a change with all these sports teams. But I think we still got a long season to go, but it's just more of attitude with what I saw. But back to, like, Rob Fick's home run to end Tiger Stadium, like, this was uh, one of those momentum. And I guess at Comerica Park, we all remember the Maglio home run. You know, we all remember different things the games are at, but this one's going to stick in the craw, won't it? Yeah, well, I think so. In a good and, way. And, 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 Mac, you know what it is? I mean, even people like me, who I, I think there have been a lot of mistakes made in the last seven years, and that I'm not going to take that back. I, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This team might flirt for the – I don't want to even say the P word. I was calling it – it rhymes with layoff all morning. They may, they may flirt with the P word this year. I, I mean, I – and that's what's cool. You know, let's wait and see how it happens. I don't want to make too much of this, but we might look back on this day and go, whoa, today was the day that, you know, really the, the reemergence of the Detroit Tigers started. So ah, I, I'm hoping for that, man. There, There's the word, right? The I guess if we were bears, it'd be the out of the hibernation, you know, out of the sl- the slump, the emergence of this, uh, Tiger going, and it's isn't it interesting? Take the 30,000 foot view look at Red Wings, young players, you know, Pistons, young players, Lions, young players, Tigers, right? We, we always thought with Miggy being, but but Miggy, and and like you said, what he did in the nights, or George said, shouldn't be overlooked. Um, today, but but making Miggy young and and so the emergence of the Tigers goes along with an engaged Miguel Cabrera because here's the thing, he handed his glove over. That's yeah. what he did. He didn't do anything but hand his glove over to Torque. Like he was waiting for the heir apparent, and I just see the engaged Miguel Cabrera is so much, so much better. You know, so much more for this team because then he's almost like a mini coach. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe more to the effect of what we saw today is he's got to be the instigator a little bit, the veteran instigator, the the leadership instigator, and let the kids fall into it and see what they're going to do instead of being the guy that everybody looks to, to lean on. Okay, Miggy, hit that three run shot so we can win. 
right? Yeah. And and to me, your word emergence, right? Emerges because yep. the emergence can't be solo. It's got to be group. And yep. what I saw today, and don't jump the gun, but it's just something like you said, Sean, we might be able to look back upon. I can't think of a better way then before I go to break, then to bring in the most positive guy on the most positive opening day. Positive, oh, by the way, Detroit, greatest opening day baseball city ever. Greg and Shelby, my guy, what's up today? What do you think about that Tiger win, bud? Warriors, believe in yourself and never let go. You'll reach the next level, a higher plateau. D-Mac, Shawnee B, and Mr. Dorch. Hey, oh, my God, <laughs> resilience. They were warriors. They never gave up. I am so excited. Oh, my God. D-Mac, uh, just unbelievable. Yeah. Miggy Wiggy coming through, everyone coming through, everyone not giving up because it looked a little bit dire in the first six, seven innings. You're like, can they put it together? And look what happened. They were winners. Just oh, my like God. D-Mac and Shawnee B. Oh, my God. Yes. Ow! <laughs> but that, but that. You so guys, I love it. Oh, you're the best, Greg. Oh, my goodness gracious, you are the best. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Hey, you know what's really exciting about this, though, guys? Is, is You have a situation, uh, Darren, where, you know, the Pistons are in town tonight taking is, on the Bucs. Pistons and Goonies are a lot of life. They never say die. <laughs> the yeah, Pistons... you are, Greg. Greg, you are the best. The, the Pistons are in town, Mac, and, and you know, they've been playing better. The Tigers are here all weekend. The Wings are home tomorrow. I mean, these are the weekends. I did hear that right. He didn't drop a minute. It... <laughs> it's great. Uh, listen. I know, dude. You're, you're still hung up on the Miggy Wiggy. <laughs> Well, listen, we're up against a break. We'll come back and, and, and we'll hit on some of that. Some of the good things happening this weekend, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, thanks, as always, to Mr. Positive. Uh, so glad you could join us. It is a Friday night. It's the Darren McCarty Show here on 760 WJR. This is the Darren McCarty Show on 760 WJR, where Detroit comes to talk. Now here's Sean Belegian and Detroit Red Wings legend Darren McCarty. 7.35 on a Friday night here on 760 WJR. Glad you can join us. Of course, uh, if you want to be a part of the show, by all means, we'd love to have you. 800-859-0WJR. That is the number here on the Darren McCarty Show. You know, we were saying before the break, and uh, Dorch, I don't know about you, th these are the type of weekends you love, okay? Oh, yeah. uh, because, you know, not only do you have the Tigers back here and, and, and taking on the Sox, but... The Pistons are at home, and it was great to see so many of the Tigers uh, walking over to Little Caesars Arena. Wings are at home tomorrow. I'm actually taking my daughter. We've got a little daddy-daughter thing tomorrow night, just her and I. Uh, so we're going to see the, uh, the Wings host the Blue Jackets. And then Monday, the Red Sox come into town. And you know what's really mm -hmm. cool about that? Um, I I'm all about me, Dorch. It's oh, yeah. a 5-10 start. There you go. Perfect. Absolutely. I can go to the game and come home and go to bed uh, because I have to be up uh, early in the morning uh, with the Paul W. Smith show, of course, uh, here from six to nine and 760 WJR. 
you got to love weekends like this. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say the light is at the end of the tunnel for all our teams. I, I still think there's work to be done in varying degree for all of them. But, but there are some positives here, man. There really are with every one of our teams. There are some positives. There, there is. And I, I, while you were saying that, I was thinking this is almost like the fruition of the last four or five years that you and I have had numerous conversations about. You know what this is? It, it's a chance for fans to get to see some of the younger talent get their opportunities to play. I mean, you're going to get to you get to see Cade. We're getting what we got with Raymond and Sider, now with Torkelson and Mize. It's a chance for fans to watch these teams grow and like and get better. They're they're not there yet, as we know. It's going to still be a little bit, but for right now, it's these milestone moments that we can enjoy, like uh, you know, like getting uh, a player who hits a walk off uh, hit to for to win a game and those kind of things. It's these fun moments that we'll be able to hold on to while we wait for the final little pieces to come together for this to be an enjoyable, uh, enjoyable teams to watch consistently. You know, and, and it's interesting because I think with the Tigers, and, and this is part of the reason why I haven't been as excited as perhaps some others. Um, I've heard so many of these names, these wait till you see the this guy, this, you know, oh, this Detroit Roots guy. You know, whether it be Paredes, whether it be Jacoby Jones, whether it be uh, Jamar, whether it be, you know, that, that were billed to be something that, that, you know, either didn't pan out or, you know, are fine players, you know, but not really, you know, studs or anything like that. And you're finally starting to see some of these guys. And, and certainly the jury's still out on Matt Manning. But, you know, for all the advanced billing with him, I haven't seen it. Whereas Casey Mize, okay, I get it. I'm excited for Casey. I'm excited to see what the next level is. And so I think that's the difference now, Dorches, is, is mm-hmm. you know, some of these magical, mystical prospect names are, are finally here and we're actually seeing it as opposed to, I always made the joke, they were myths. You know, you heard about this guy and, and how good he was, and you heard about that guy and how good he was, but, you know, it didn't pan out for one reason or another. Well, now you're starting to see some of these guys uh, come up, and 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 we're going to take a good long look. We're going to see Riley Green sooner rather than later. Uh, Spencer Torkelson, it was game one, but he made an outstanding play in the field. Yeah. And those are the things that I think people, you know, are going to kind of sink their teeth into in mass. I agree. And the, the only thing I would say, especially when it comes to those guys you just mentioned, is you got to give them a little bit of time. I mean, like what we saw with Cider and Raymond and Cade the past couple months, that happens. But it, it, it's not a every single time kind of thing. Not every rookie comes up and plays like that and does that. So you got to get like, we saw a great play out of Torkelson, but no one can expect Torkelson to come up and, you know, bat 350 and hit 30 home runs in his rookie year. He needs a little bit of time to develop into it. I still think he's going to be a good player. He just needs you got to give him a little bit of time. If he has an 0 for 4 day, that's not the end of the world. Even the best players in the world have 0 for 4 days. Just give him a little time. These are guys that this this franchise feels are going to be useful pieces because if they weren't, they wouldn't be opening day starters. Well, and that's exactly, I mean, Eric, to me, it's, it's you know, if, if you are rushing to judgment and a guy like Torkelson, shame on you. You know, it's the guys that I think that have been here that, you know, have, um, what's the best way to put it? 
have had that opportunity and, and didn't exactly pan out that kind of frustrated you that said, hey, wait a second, we're, we're talking about this guy. And th- how many catchers of the future, for example, have, have the Tigers talked about? And, you know, Grayson Griner's no longer here and, and Jake Rogers hasn't exactly panned out and everything. So now that you're seeing some of these guys and you're seeing, um, you, you know, all right, up close and personal, they're here. Let's see it pan out. I'm excited about this team. I, I, Listen, I'm still not ready to say the P word proper. That's why I keep saying it rhymes with layoff. But maybe it's opening day. Maybe it's, you know, the whole um, metaphor of, okay, the winter's over and, and, and warmer weather's coming. Boy, I'm feeling more optimistic about this ball club than I have in a good seven years. I, I'm not joking when I say that. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm there with you. The, this is the uh, place I'm putting the Tigers right now. I'm not ready to say that word either. I'm not. But what I'm trying to say is this year, the Tigers will be more fun to watch, and it'll be more than just Miggy Milestone watch. This team will do more than just by the end of the year being Miggy Milestone watch. We're gonna, They're going to play in games. They're going to be competitive. That's not to say that they're going to win the division and, you know, well, this is great and all that, but it's going to be a, it's going to be that next step. It's going to be more fun to watch. And I, I really hope Miggy can keep contributing the way he did today. I'm not looking for, you know, three for four and carry the team, but, you know, those big hits when they matter to give us a chance is something great. And it's something I still think he's very capable of doing. Got to like it. Tigers start uh, the season with a six game homestand. Uh, we get a chance to see Casey Mize. Uh, tomorrow, and then uh, you know another guy that we haven't uh, mentioned, Tarek Skubal. Uh, their early returns are, are are very good on him, and then uh, we'll get a chance to see Matt Manning. You know, again, I, I Eric, let me make it clear: I'm not throwing Matt Manning in the Jacoby Jones wastebasket, or you know, some of the other you know, quote unquote stars that weren't. He's still only 24 years old, but I guess for as much was talked about him, uh, I, I expected more last year. I, I didn't see a lot. It was only 18 games. Granted, it was a small sample size, but certainly a glorious opportunity uh, for Matt Manning to kind of reassert himself as, you know, a guy that I think a lot of people thought would be, um, you know, one of the big pieces of, of the Tigers renaissance. No, I, I, I agree. Uh, it's a new year. It's that thing of, I, I'm like you said, I'm not willing to just, you know, card him aside. You didn't work. Let's go give him another opportunity. This is a team that's still very much in development and in fluctuation. Not all these pieces are set in stone. There's no room for, uh, you know, for movement or for change. So I mean, you got to see if he has another off year, then okay, maybe we do need to, you know, look elsewhere, but you never know. I mean, with the young talent like Mize and Scooble and all these guys, there's room for him, and he, he can fit into this uh, into this rotation. Yeah, no doubt. Pistons fell uh, back 30-8 to eight to start the game uh, here tonight, uh, by the way, down at LCA. Uh, since then, they've gone on a 13-7 run. Uh, Bucks with a 37-21 lead. Uh, about nine and a half to go in the second quarter, uh, just in case you're interested in what's going on there. Uh, Eric, I'm I'm really intrigued to to get your take on what is happening down in Augusta. We've got the local story of James Pyatt. Uh, he bounced back very nicely today. We'll get into that. Um, I, 
I'm running out of things to say about Tiger Woods now. I, I made the crack during the week on the Paul W. Smith show. Um, he, he's it's mythical powers now. It it really is. It, it, there, I I got nothing left to say. Anybody doubts this guy? I mean, you're you're making a terrible terrible mistake. But uh, I'm guessing, Eric, you have watched just a little bit of of this golf tournament, the Masters. I, I've seen a tiny bit of it that I think I can talk maybe for a minute or two with you on it. Maybe. Good. We'll do that uh, when we come back. Uh, as always, want to remind you that uh, the premier edition of Spin on Golf is this Sunday. That's right, 7 o'clock right here on 760 WJR. Uh, yours truly, I am joined by three guys that uh, know a little something about golf, PGA professionals, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and uh, my old buddy, Jordan Young. And you'll try to we'll try to keep Jordan from talking about his Maple Leafs. OK, we'll we'll try really hard to get him to not talk about the Maple Leafs. Now we'll be talking golf. Uh, so be sure to join us seven o'clock Sunday night. Spin on golf right here on 760 WJR. Don't go away. We'll talk some masters when we come back here on the Darren McCarty show. Glad you could join us on a Friday night here on 760 WJR. This is the Darren McCarty Show on 760 WJR, where Detroit comes to talk. Now here's Sean Belegian and Detroit Red Wings legend, Darren McCarty. 748 on a Friday night. So glad you could join us here. 760 WJR, Darren McCarty Show, Eric Dorch with us. Uh, Eric, uh, Scotty Scheffler, the 25-year-old Texan, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct me, he is a Texan. I believe he is a Texan. I had to double-check myself. Uh, He is in the lead right now. Um, It's a healthy lead after a couple of rounds. Uh, He's got a five-stroke lead uh, right now over four different golfers. Uh, Eric, Scheffler's been on a tear. He has absolutely been on a tear. I mean, started out, I, I saw this uh, last week when he won, uh, or a couple weeks ago when he won, to take the world number one. He, he started out the year with, like, one career win in three years, and since then he's rattled off three wins in five weeks or something like that. He is on a very, very nice hot streak that's got him looking pretty good uh, for a green jacket at the end of this weekend. We'll talk about Tiger Woods in a moment, but uh, we have to talk about uh, the local guy, a guy mm-hmm. who has been on our show was so gracious uh, to join us, uh, not only on the phone, but in person uh, last year as well. Uh, James Pyatt. And how about this young man after shooting an 81 yesterday and struggling with this course? And look, he's not the first to struggle with Augusta, and he certainly isn't going to be the last. How about this young man showing some perseverance and shooting a 74 today? He isn't going to make the cut, but uh, nice job to bounce back for James Pyatt. Absolutely. Uh, Cut is at four over at this point. He finishes at 11 over, but like you said, a nice two over day. You said we're going to talk about Tiger Woods, and we will in a minute, but I I was looking through this, and it put me in perspective of, of what's going on. He shot the same score as Tiger Woods today. Him and Tiger Woods both put up 74, so that just shows you how tough this course was playing and how well he played in the second round. And, I mean, it's phenomenal. Obviously, amateurs usually play well, but they don't always uh, have the best record uh, at the Masters. But to see someone uh, like this, a local kid, come out and put up a a two-over round in a tough day where some big names 
were putting up some uh, pretty big scores on some holes is pretty cool to see. It really is. Do you do you think anybody can put a scare into Scotty uh, Scheffler? Maybe Hideki uh, uh, Schwartzel uh, shot a sixty nine today, mm-hmm. so he's got to be feeling good. But Dorch five stroke lead. Uh, heading into day three, that's a pretty good number at Augusta. It's a great number at Augusta. I will say if there's a guy, as I was looking at the leaderboard, if there's a guy within striking distance, which right now that's not very many people, uh, I would say it's a guy who's already got a green jacket. It's Dustin Johnson. This is a guy who, when he starts playing good golf, there aren't very many people on the planet that can keep up with him for good golf. And Look, he's six back right now, but like you said, he's Scotty Scheffler's got a five stroke lead, so everybody's pretty far back. But uh if you know, if Scheffler has a an off hole or two and DJ really turns it on in the weekend, he's definitely a guy that could absolutely scare uh scare Scheffler. But you know what, with how well he's playing, I, I don't know that Scotty Scheffler even notices he's playing with anyone else at this point. He's just playing such good golf that I think it for him it really is almost like a, you know, every day at the course, just drop the ball, go out and play 18 holes, and we'll see what the scorecard says at the end of the round. I'm running out of things, as we said before we went to the break, I'm mm-hmm. running out of things to say about Tiger Woods. It is just absolutely remarkable. When you think of how horrific that accident was last year, and some reports he nearly lost his leg and everything, and then the alleged setback not that long ago, and yet there he is on the course, and not just on the course, Dorchy. Yeah, shooting a seventy-one. Mm-hmm. I, you, you just sit back and you're like, look. If you thought that he was he was going to go and and you know make a serious run at the top of the leaderboard, I, I can't mm-hmm. blame you because I'm never going to doubt the guy. To me, Eric, I'm looking at the bigger picture. The fact that he's out there and competing and yeah. competing at the level that he is. Uh, it's incredible. I, and, and again, I'm running out of things to say about uh, the amazing Tiger Woods. I, I agree with you. Uh, I, I, I'm with I'm on the same page, though. As long as there are still golf holes to play and Tiger Woods has a shot to hit, you can't take him out of it because you look back at the, the history. There's a reason it, it, they're celebrating. It's the 25th anniversary of his first Masters. And there's a reason that in those 25 years, he's got five green jackets. He's he's a legend at, at Augusta there's only one person that has more than he does and it's it so as long as he's got golf to play you can never count Tiger out but like you said with with the injury and the setbacks and the fact that a lot of people were questioning are we ever going to see Tiger Woods compete in a real PGA Tour event again we get the father-son thing that's not really anything major <clears throat> excuse me but as, as long it's it's inc- incredible to see because all week as they're ramping up to it and he's only playing a couple holes and people are asking him if you're going to play I kept saying he's not going to play he's just out there to see he's not ready for it if he was he would have told everyone and then you know the announcement came I believe it was Tuesday yeah I'm going to play and uh so and then the fact that he he was you know one under after yesterday he had a two over day today but he's still there it's not like everybody else is a thousand you know points ahead of him he's he's only nine back but it's be, the rest of the people are only three or four over him right now so it, all it takes is a good day from tiger and he's right back in the mix and you know what dorch it's funny you say that it, when i saw the first quote that i saw is as of now i'm planning to play mm-hmm. at that moment i didn't even need to hear the green light i i yeah. it, when i heard him say that it was like well he's playing you know i mean oh. that and boy you brought up something it, you want to feel old um Tiger winning that first green jacket in 1997, okay? 
and and that famous picture with the rainbow and all that. I mean, it really is a seminal moment. Mm-hmm. Twenty five years ago, and and I contend that's one of those moments that if you fancy yourself a sports fan in any way, shape, or form, that's one of those moments you knew exactly where you were. I was at the Tiger game that afternoon, and it was snowing at the Tiger game. (laughs) And uh, my buddy and I, you know, raced back to my house, and we we were watching that because, I mean, Eric, as you recall, it, it it wasn't even a competition. I mean, he ran away and hid from the field, so we were like, Let's go to the Tiger game, and then we'll watch the last couple hours at home and everything. But that's 25 years ago. Yeah. Even for a youngin' like you, man, you got to feel old because I'm sure <laughs> you remember exactly where you were. I, You know what? I remember exactly where I was. Uh, you may have even graced this place at some point in your life because you said it was such a blow away and all that. And the tradition, I always watched the Masters with my dad as a kid. It was just a fun thing. Well, you know. We watched it. It's like, this isn't really, he's going to win this. Let's, let's go play golf. So, uh, of course, couldn't get on the course anywhere Sunday. So my dad took me to a little uh, par three course called Independence Greens in uh, Farmington. <laughs> yes. And it, it yes. weaves through apartments. And he took my brother and I, and we went and played. And the thing that was crazy, and my brother doesn't play golf. He never played golf again after this. Very first shot my brother ever hit, he hit the flagstick, and it dropped down an inch from the hole. Very first wow. shot he ever hit. So I do remember that. We were at Independence Greens, and I was, you know, I was a kid. I was doing the exact same thing. I wanted to be like Tiger Woods, swinging the, you know, just crushing the ball, hitting these amazing shots and all that. I couldn't do it. But, yeah, I do. I remember I was at Independence Greens in Farmington uh, playing golf during that time. Mm, un- unbelievable. Well, we will obviously be keeping an eye on that all weekend long, culminating, of course, with uh, the return of spin on golf and i know dorchy you're going to be a part of that i love Mm -hmm. listening to the guys the perspective they give not only what's going on on the pga but uh, i know our buddy mike Fay always does a good job of letting us know what's going on with the lpga as well absolutely uh if you haven't checked it out yet uh do yourself a favor and and check it out this sunday night seven to eight spin on golf here on 760 WJR. Uh, Dorchy, this is the first show, and we are going to what? The first week of September? I believe so, yeah. First week yeah. first week of September? That sounds right, yeah. It does. Looking forward to it. All right, we'll chat again then, uh, my friend. Absolutely. What are you throwing on the grill this week? Uh, I am doing beef short ribs. Ooh, one of these Love days them. I get to come over to your house. I swear, it's going to happen. I doubt it. Listen, for Eric Dorch, Darren McCarty, my name's Sean Belegian. Have a great night.